Hi. Hi. Hello. This is Kayla. Uh, just because the holiday seasons have been, or season has been insane. So it's been hard to find time to record with each other. But I really wanted to talk about some creepy aspects of Christmas. And I brought my microphone home to Pennsylvania and I had plans to record it the entire time I was there and it just never happened. So here we are. Sorry that it's late, but I will try to get two episodes up this week and I will actually really try that. Even if it has to be just me twice again, I want to get more episodes live. And yeah, I don't know. It's just been a crazy couple of weeks and Spirit Airlines is the worst and apparently hates emotional support animals. And uh, they just like fucked up my whole situation. And I've basically been fighting with different agents every couple of days, every other day since the 21st. Just don't fly Spirit. Unless you're like doing a quick flight somewhere. It's really short. You don't even need a, a carry on. You can just bring your backpack, like whatever, and then it's fine. But otherwise, like just don't fly. I saw all these tweets about other people who have like anxiety and have ESAs and they were made to pay the pet fee, which is $220, which is not nothing. (sighs) Anyway, things have been crazy, but I have not given up on the podcast and neither has Elaine. So this is me (laughs) making an effort. Also, I just smoked a joint from the higher path. Well, not the whole thing, but I haven't smoked a joint in a while, and I'm very stoned, so I apologize for that, um, but, oh, sorry, this is High Crime. It's a true crime podcast, but today I'm going to tell you more, like, lore, legendy kind of stuff, because it was just Christmas, and I'm obsessed with Krampus. Krampus, I don't know what it's supposed to be. I say Krampus. I love him. I think he is so scary and cool and just terrifying and by the way I love the movie with Adam Scott and Tony Collette and Allison Tolman I know it was kind of a mixed situation when it first came out but I love it I feel like it has this great gremlinsy vibe plus I love all those actors I recommend if you're looking for something that is both festive and creepy and based on lore that people actually like tell every year same well same way that people talk about Santa Claus so yeah I'm gonna talk about Krampus And because I fucking love The Office and I think Dwight Christmas is one of the best episodes. I mean, all their holiday episodes are fantastic on The Office. But one of my favorites is when Dwight dresses up as the Belschnickel. So I'm going to talk about him too. Because yes, that was not just a funny episode of The Office. That is actually a real thing. I mean, not saying Belschnickel is real, although I'm not saying anything could happen. I'm not basically... I'm not trying to get spite haunted or attacked or drugged to hell or hit with sticks. So it's at least based on a legend or folktale that people still tell their kids to this day. So these are all Germanic, by the way, which is interesting, if not surprising or not surprising. Oh, boy, this is going to be tougher than I thought. We're just kind of talking to no one. Like, I am crazy right now, but I'm doing this on purpose. All right, here we go, guys. The tale of Krampus comes from parts of Germany and Austria. He is said to be the son of Hel, the Norse god of the underworld. Which works. And his name comes from the word Krampen, which means claw. 
Saint Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas. Krampus is a centuries-old tradition meant to punish wicked children. He is said to swat or beat them with birch branches or stuff them in a sack and take them away to his lair to be tortured or eaten. Some legends, some particularly scary ones, say that he drowns the naughty children in the river. And some call him the Shadow of St. Nicholas. He is a half-man, half-goat, covered in coarse fur. Some stories say he has one bare human foot and one cloven hoof. That's the first time I read that when I was researching for this episode, and that is even more terrifying than the imagery in the Krampus movie, because what? One human foot and one hoof? That is a nightmare. I don't I don't even want to Im- I don't even want to imagine that. Okay, we're moving on. Um he said to have pointed devilish horns and a long snake-like tongue. And kind of like the Marley brothers, or I guess I guess it's only Marley brothers in the Muppets Christmas Carol, which in my opinion is the best. But like Marley from a Christmas Carol, uh Krampus is covered in chains, although some have bells on them. And some some say that uh, the chains were a Christian addition to the story. And it was like the chains around Krampus were kind of symbolizing the binding of the devil. But who knows? It's legend. People, you know, it's like that telephone game I used to play in Girl Scouts. You know, it starts out like my favorite animal is a zebra and it ends like Barbara has dirty hair. I didn't even have a barber in my troop. I don't really know where that came from, but here we are. All right. He carries either a large sack or a basket on his back, and that is used to cart away the naughty children. So that's kind of terrifying. But unlike Santa Claus, who comes obviously on Christmas Eve, Krampus is said to show up on December 5th, which is called Krampusnacht or Krampus Night. The next day is St. Nicholas Day, so Krampus' visit happens, oh, going back to kind of all the connections to folklore and different legends and different traditions, Krampus' night happens to coincide with a bunch of pagan winter rites, such as one where men dress up and parade through the streets of the town in order to dispel winter's ghosts. So there's just, so a lot of this, a lot of, I mean, most of these holiday traditions go back to pagan rituals and traditions. Um, But so Krampus does too. And and a lot, so, so a lot of people hated Krampus, not just because he's, you know, terrifying, but like, you know, everything has to get political. So this folklore was considered a creation of social Democrats during World War II. And so it was suppressed in Europe for many years. People even handed out pamphlets called Krampus is an evil man, which I feel like he's not a man, more like a creature or like demon or something. Uh, But it warned parents of the dangers of threatening their children with a violent holiday intruder, which I mean, (laughs) I mean, that part's true. 
because like if you really talk out Santa Claus, that story is scary because he's like basically always spying on you and he's an older man who can somehow break into your house, come down your chimney even if you don't have a chimney. But I mean, add to that that this guy like actually might want to drown you if he thinks you're a bad kid, like it's pretty fucking terrifying. Um, so yeah, it sounds pretty traumatizing. <laughs> oh God. In my notes I wrote, it does sound like it'd be kind of traumatizing instead of saying, be good or Santa won't bring you gifts to tell your kids, be good or Krampus will drag you to hell or drown you in a river. So it's not hard to see why the Catholics hated Krampus. They tried to ban Krampus celebrations during the 12th century. And that was because of his re- resemblance to the devil. Uh, but can't hold Krampus down because in the 1890s, the rise of postcards in Germany and Austria paved the way for Krampus Karten. Uh, by the way, I know I'm probably butchering all these German pronunciations, but I meant to look them up and then I forgot because I kind of just decided spur of the moment to do this because I was sick of not doing it. So I apologize if there are any German listeners. But so these were holiday cards wishing greetings from Krampus, but they featured images, but they featured images of the monster stuffing a scared child into a satchel, hitting a child with birch sticks, or carrying off kids in chains. Sounds like my kind of Christmas card, but I digress. In the early 20th century, these cards took a bit of a kinky turn, interestingly enough but not surprising. Uh, They would show the Krampus proposing to women or they would portray the Krampus as a woman and she would do things like whip tiny men and stuff them in her satchel. Remember, this is on a greeting card. Um, Others featured a smiling woman dangling Krampus in the air and holding his birch sticks behind her back. Again, would not be mad about receiving any of these cards. Don't hate the idea of a powerful woman. Moving on. Krampus faced another major resurgence in 2004 when graphic designer, oh, I meant to look up his name, Monty Beauchamp, maybe, published a book of Krampus cards and he put together an art show inspired by the cards and uh, kind of brought Krampus back into the mainstream. Uh, Today, Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic have Krampuslauf or Krampus Run. And this is where drunken men dressed as devils take over the streets, you know, chase people, chase their friends, hit passersby with sticks. That's a real thing. And apparently it's no joke either. Like they will legit follow you into a coffee shop to beat you with birch sticks. It's kind of terrifying. And apparently the swats are not very gentle. And I... Part of me wants to go to one of these, but another part of me, just knowing how easily I bruise, would just feel like I'd just be leaving in like welts and it just might not be as fun. But who knows? Apparently, though, some sources say they only hit people on the legs, which, I mean, I guess is better than your face. Uh, Men wear expensive handmade masks, elaborate costumes, and there are parades. It's really cool because there's actually a whole kind of traditional aspect to it. The masks are carved from wood. There's a serious display of skill on these masks from local artisans. They're actually really, really cool. And I imagine pretty expensive because that's like really, you know, precise and probably tedious work. Um, Some Krampus costumes 
have even ended up in museums as examples of the living tradition of folk art. So that's kind of how much, how much is really put into these. Like, it's not just kind of a silly thing. Like this is deeply rooted tradition and lore. So it's actually really cool. Uh, But Krampus has also been seen in episodes of Grimm, Supernatural, (laughs) The Colbert Report. Uh, There was also, as I mentioned earlier, the movie starring Adam Scott, Alison Tolman, Tony Collette, the guy who played Packer on The Office. Sorry, I forgot your name. There's some gnarly, evil gingerbread men. Pretty great. I highly recommend it. Oh, God, I'm such a dork. In my notes, I wrote, forget Billy Bob Thornton. Krampus is the original bad Santa. Ugh, God. Forgive me. Okay. Next, like I said, this double feature of creepy holiday goodness also features Belschnickel from Dwight Christmas. I mean, that's not actually where it's from. That's where I know him from. But he's based on a legend that they actually tell in southwestern Germany. Again, Germany. Uh, but with Belschnickel in particular, and which is why it made so much sense to be on an episode of The Office, is because German immigrants brought him to the U.S. And so now he's celebrated predominantly by the Pennsylvania Dutch, which, you know, Dwight has connections to. So that's kind of an interesting historical slash pop culture tidbit. So Belschnickel is said to be loud, grumpy, and dressed in furs, carrying a bundle of switches. The name comes from the German word bells, which means fur, and nickel, referring to St. Nicholas. He wears tattered, torn, and dirty clothes, as well as a cloak of assorted furs. And sometimes the cloak is also covered in foliage, deer antlers. I mean, honestly, Dwight nailed it. Oh, judgment is nigh, for the Belschnickel is nigh. Yes, he is finally nigh. Every year, my grandfather would dress up as Belschnickel at Christmas. He was okay at it. I am great. You know, they say some people were born to be bad. Well, I was born to be Belschnickel. <laughs> so he's kind of like Santa, except dirty and worse. No, much better. No one fears Santa the way they fear Belschnickel. Wow. It's my favorite part of Christmas, the authority. And the fear. Yes, exactly. He is said to have long tangled hair and a scraggly beard. And he covers up his dirty mane with a cap of furs and also more antlers. Sometimes he finishes off the disarming ensemble with a scary mask as if everything else wasn't kind of um, alarming. Uh, Belschnickel visits children weeks before Christmas to see if they've been naughty or nice or, according to the office, impish or admirable. You'll know he's coming because you will hear tapping on the outside of the window, which is like really fucking scary. Although again, Santa breaks in. So I guess it's not scary that he comes to your house, but that might be him tapping his switches on the window. So his birch sticks that he uses to whip children. Uh, Legend says that then suddenly, so, you know, imagine you're chilling on the couch watching Elf. Well, the door bursts open Belschnickel storms into the house, scares all the children with a barrage of questions. He asks them things like, have they cleaned their rooms? Have they been respectful of elders? Were they nice to their siblings? What was one nice thing they did? And like on The Office, if the children were naughty or at least couldn't quickly prove their niceness, they received swats from the Belschnickel's bundle of birch sticks. 
However, if they were nice, they'd receive presents. All the presents on the office seemed to revolve around canning. (laughs) But in traditional lore, the presents were small cakes, candies, nuts, stuff like that from his bag. Um, Another... Oh, God. Nope. I was going to mention another legend that's kind of similar to these, but I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot pronounce that high and not having looked it up. That might, that may, maybe that'll, maybe that'll be another episode. Okay. Some say Belschnickel is like a combination of the forgiving, forgiving and generous nature of Santa Claus, but also kind of combined with the vengeful punishing Krampus, or I guess like somewhere right in the middle. That still means that the only genuinely nice one is Santa and the other two are both kind of creepy, but at least with, with Belschnickel, you can get presents, whereas it seems like with Krampus, you just avoid death. Um, <laughs> just kind of, like, imagine telling your kids, I mean, I'm going to if I ever have kids, now I have to, but just imagine telling your kids about this, like, shadow of Santa Claus that, like, it's not just like, be good, or you don't get a Barbie dream house, as if anybody bought those now, but whatever. Um as opposed to like, be good, or you'll get drowned in a river. That just sounds like, at least Santa Claus is like, veiled parental threat slash laziness. Like there's something really terrible about it. But like the Krampus one is like legitimately a threat. It's just you're pinning it on some like supernatural being instead of saying I'll drown you. I feel like it has the same effect. I don't know. I don't know if that was longer or shorter than I expected. I feel like I'm talking really quickly. Um, I honestly, I actually don't even know what I smoked. So it's possible that I won't be able to use any of this because I was too high. Um, But I'm sure there are a lot of things I wanted to say. Um, Happy New Year. Well, this will come out before New Year's, but, but still, Happy New Year. I am looking forward to 2020. 2019 has kind of been a mess. I mean, definitely good things have happened. I mean, hi, we started the podcast in 2019. But um, it's also been kind of a shit show. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready to start 2020. And uh, check out what we're doing. Follow us on Instagram at High Crime Pod. Uh, Facebook, we are also High Crime Pod. We post some fun memes, some that I see, some that I make. Uh, Twitter at High Crime Pod. That's a little more Helene's thing because she's the comedian. And if you have an email, if you have an email, if you want to email us, if you have a question, if you have a story you want us to cover, or you just feel like saying hi, info at highcrimepod.com. Our website, which has information about us, ways to contact us, pictures, all of our episodes, all that jazz, highcrimepod.com. We tried to keep it pretty simple for you. Everything's basically the same. And yeah, please keep giving us five-star reviews. They really help. Um, It helps us be more visible, and then we can keep doing cool things. And, you know, if someone wants to sponsor us and give us some money, we can buy even better equipment and give you even better sound quality. I just feel like words are just coming out of my mouth. So I will just say thank you for listening. 
sorry there's been such a delay, but the holidays are always crazy. I mean, that's basically the summary of any holiday movie, Christmas Vacation, Christmas with the Cranks, Home Alone, you name it. The holidays are crazy. It is what it is. The thought was there. I just, I just didn't execute well. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening and later buds.